Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are supported by Proper Design Works. For all your custom clothing and embroidery needs, look no further than our friends at Proper Design Works. If it's patches, hats, t-shirts, or hoodies that you are in need, and it needs to be some sort of branded clothing, for example, you're a new business and you need to get outfits for your employees. What a great way to showcase your logo than on a t-shirt, which is cheaper than running a Google ad campaign, I have found out. There's reason number one, you could check out Proper Design Works. Reason number two, you could be a new sports team looking for a jersey or a beer-crushing shirt for after your games when you head over to your local watering hole and crush some nachos. Y'all want to look sharp? It's a great way to look sharp because you get a better price when you buy in bulk, which is what Proper Design Works is known for. They can handle... 20 patches, 50 hoodies, 100 t-shirts, whatever the situation is and you are in need on the bulk, Proper Design Works has got your back covered. Literally. The other side of the business that I really love is their custom clothing side. So if you're looking for a bespoke tailored pair of jeans, for example, or you have a t-shirt design in mind that's got a few little bits of flair that make it specifically unique to you, or you're just looking for something that's you know fit for your frame. Um, it's really fun when you buy a piece of clothing that's tailor-made because it doesn't look like anybody else and it fits you, right? It feels good. It, I'm always on the lookout for the perfect t-shirt, like the t-shirt trifecta, right? Where your, your arm length and your shirt length and your shirt girth, I guess, is all perfect. Um, you don't have to do that anymore if you use somebody who makes you custom-sized t-shirts. That's all I'm saying. So don't take my word for it. Head to Proper Design Works on Instagram. Take a look at their wares there. And then when you're ready to order, and you're like, yep, Mike was right. I need to buy some shit, whether it's like a couple things or a lot of things. Info at properdesignworks.com. Again, that's info at properdesignworks.com. Our second sponsor is Bodegos, Global Food Eatery, located at 211 Bannatine in the Winnipeg Exchange District here in Manitoba. Uh, I have been going to Bodegos for years. If you're a local and you know about it, that's awesome. Keep going. But if you're passing through, you've never heard of it, and you're like, hey, you know what? Shit's opening up. We should go back downtown to support some local businesses. Uh, Make your next meal at Bodegos. They are locally sourced and locally owned. They're not one of those big chain restaurants. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just like supporting local businesses um, personally and podcastly. So that's that's why they're here. Um, But what's really great about them is they're quick- fast and well-priced and you can't get a healthy meal like that in a lot of places i mean you can go to the crazy health nut job crazy places that like have no flavor well that's my personal opinion (laughs) but like if you go to bodegos you're gonna get incredibly healthy ingredients great taste and the thing the, the the things that are on the menu the food items they're from all over the world you got pitas like pita wraps, I mean, uh, flatbread pizzas, salads, soups, stir fries, fish and chips, and they all take flavors from different parts of the world, hence why it's a global food eatery, okay? So next time you're downtown and you're like, ah, you, we should try out a new place to eat, where do we go? Head to 211 Bannatine, Bodegos Global Food Eatery. Your next meal is just waiting to be prepared. Trust us. Like Every time I go, I get the chicken kung pao stir fry. So if that's where you kind of want to start off, it's not too spicy. It's just right enough, and I usually eat most of it by the time I get home. It's already half done. So if that doesn't say something, I don't know what does. Again, Bodegos 211 Bannatine. This week on the show, this is our first live episode. A couple months back, we decided to endeavor on trying to find a cool local venue to podcast in in Winnipeg. And the Park Theater, for everybody who knows who goes to the Park Theater, knows how cool it is. So we decided to team up with um, 
the Park Theater and their cult movie nights and podcast live from the lobby and talk about the movie that they were showing and kind of do our own little thing, find out what's cult, what's not, learn a thing or two. The first movie that played um, was Zombie. Zombie 2 to some people, Zombie to others. It's from 1979. Luciano Fallucci is the director. I'm sure I've mispronounced that. <clears throat> Excuse me here. And uh, it's about a zombie uprising from a Caribbean island that somehow gets its way across the sea on a boat to the New York Harbor and all hell breaks loose. Um, it was a lot of fun. We were, I, I was a little, um, a little nervous cause I've never done this in public before people. So, uh, doing it in front of your friends and your family, super easy after a while, but I was like, Oh my God, people can hear me, but how do you do it? Anyways, the point of what I'm saying is I was a little weak at, at the beginning, but I found my steam and we got into it. I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to be doing more of these. Follow us on Instagram at Real Debaters, R-E-E-L, uh, for more information about this. September 14th, we're back there for Cemetery Man. And September 28th, we're back there for uh, Transformers. Yes, Transformers, the 1980s, 80, mid, middle 80s animated, the movie. Transformers, the movie. I don't know how many times I can say this. Anyways, I'm rambling. I have nothing else for you. Um, for all the new people out there, you can follow us on social media at Real Debaters on Twitter, at Real Debaters on Instagram. Search the Real Debaters podcast on Facebook. Uh, our website, realdebaters.podbean.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all from me. Oh my God, I did this in one take. I'm so impressed with myself, but none of you really care. But you can send me an email and tell me you care at therealdebaters at gmail.com. Keep that email address handy. In the future, we're going to be playing some games where you have to email us. And you know, that's the only way you can get in on the draw. So the real debaters at gmail.com. Tell me I did so great on the sponsor roll today or not. I'll cue the real and you enjoy the show. Yesterday, no one told me. Hey, Jimmy, wear your shirt. That's a good idea. (laughs) Or did I? Big man with a washer dryer. (laughs) He adults well. I just have a dryer. Hit a bad system. How do you wash your clothes? You can wash it anywhere. Oh, washboard in the tub. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna call you Cinderella from here on. I out, couldn't be mad at that though. I'd be kind of impressed. All right, kicking it old school. I'm not gonna get a. Cl- I mean, I'd still have a dryer. <laughs> Man, that's true. You'd, you'd think that uh, it would be, it, it would be smart to let kids know what it's like for at least one day. Where you gotta wash your clothes with a with a with a washboard and all that stuff. And take like, them to Lower Fort Gary and watch what, yeah. other people do it. <laughs> is that is that how they educate now? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I think every year we made a field trip to Lower Fort Gary. Same people there every year teaching us the same things. It was nice. They teach you things at Lower Fort Gary. Oh well, you learn about the past. You carry a bucket over your neck. It's a good time. <laughs> Live like your ancestors. Or well, I mean, maybe not, not your mine. ancestors. I mean, mine weren't good enough to live in a fort, but. (laughs) (laughs) Mud hut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) A fort is what you make of it. (laughs) (laughs) Fort is where the heart is. (laughs) That's right. It's where all my pillows are right now if we're talking. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Forts were so much fun when we were kids. You know, when we went to Lower Fort Gary, it was all throw pillows. (laughs) (laughs) And it was in our teacher's basement. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
It's he, it was just Gary. <laughs> he called sure. it his lower fort. <laughs> and it was on Gary Street. <laughs> Gary's lower fort. No, it wasn't lower fort. Gary. I didn't realize this was a repressed memory until now. <laughs> oh, no. Boy. All right. Well, gentlemen, this 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 <laughs> is six months. Is this six months? Is it six months since we came up with this idea? Uh, March, April, May, June, July, August. It's six months since we went, hey, why don't we marry up with the guys at the Park Theater and do live podcasting from their cult movie nights? Yeah. And then we were all like, this is the best idea ever. And Corey was on with it. And all of a sudden, COVID hit. <laughs> that really threw a wrench into the world. It, it did. Uh, but so, most importantly, our plans. Mm. Yeah. Like, woe is us that we <laughs> couldn't get together and podcast from this lovely theater. Which, for anybody who has... It isn't from Winnipeg. Um, we're at, we're live right now from the Park Theater, um, which is which was built in 1915. Oh, actually, wow. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, it's in its 15th year of operation. Uh, one of Winnipeg's premier's live live venue uh, live venues with over 300 ye- with over 300 events a year, spanning music, comedy, theater, film, and now podcasting. Uh, the room is whoop, 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 whoop. the room. I used is to come here when it was just a theater. Really? Yeah. I've never seen a movie here. Did you back in the day? Did you see a movie here? I used to come here in 1915 when it was a saloon. Okay, because you've been, you're dead. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're on. Well, we we did the first, the first live one we did here was uh, Manitoba Podcast Fest. We were here for the Podcast Fest. We were. Why'd you say it like we weren't? (laughs) (laughs) It always seems weird. Manitoba Podcast Fest. (laughs) Manitoba Cod Fest. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody wears a cod piece and yes. eats fish for the evening. That's that. That's what it all was. All caught and plays Call of Duty. Anyways, it's <laughs> it's great. It's all the cods in one. <laughs> it's great. Oh my god! Fuck! This thing's gonna get derailed as soon as. We do. All right. Anyways, it's great to be here, um, and we are podcasting for a first live event in front of the movie. Now I'm gonna call this Zombie, but it's been known as Zombie Two. The movie also yes. known as Zombie. And zombie. zombie with an I E, yeah. and then zombie, zombie two with I two. Yeah, and I don't know. What I else. think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> What's zombie in Italian? <laughs> I think it's just zombie. Zombie. Zombiolo. Zombiolo. <laughs> zombiolo. I think zombie's universal. I probably. Either way, um, it was fun trying to figure out. I remember when. when, when he released all the information for, for the movies that were coming out. We were supposed to originally be here for opera for Dario Gento's mm-hmm. film. Uh, that was too quick. We weren't ready. So I said, let's push it a week. Um, but now that we're here, it's, it, was tr- it was fun trying to figure out where to watch this movie, first of all. <laughs> um, yes. It, it, you saw it on Shudder, correct, yes. Jimmy? Okay. Yes, I did. Um, I rented it on YouTube. Mark shared my YouTube account. so we I were, didn't, actually. No, you <gasps> didn't? Oh, boy. Dun, dun, dun. Tell him what you did, Mark. Um, you I I had an old VHS copy from that. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Uh-huh. Either way. I received the file from somebody. Oh, okay. All right. So you didn't. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I, 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 I it pick is up what you're putting somebody's somebody had, file. Somebody had a collection. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, shared it with me. You sent them an email. Yeah. And they sent you the file. It took forever to come here. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless. Okay. So. Let's start off with the plot of well, this movie. Well, just before, okay. uh, clearly zombie, we know what it's going to involve. And I thought it was a very fitting um, 
coming out of, well, not coming out of COVID, but <laughs> this um, is a werewolf. Movie. Right? Like, at basically zombie feeling the whole disease plaguing the world, if you will, or the microcosm of the movie. But it's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not the first time that zombieism has been uh, sort of played off of the COVID thing, right? Yeah, no, it's, I, I know the guys at my, my day job were making the crack that whenever they drove downtown to deliver something, it looked like there was nothing but zombies everywhere because <laughs> it was just like the street well, people and, and that was that was the only people that were downtown. And do we all have it and we just have it? Right? <laughs> well, Walking it, dead. It's I'm waiting to turn that. into a flesh-eating disease. It's funny that you mentioned that, Mark, because I like Contagion, we talked about before, got a huge bump once COVID started, right? Like we mm-hmm. everybody started watching Contagion on Netflix. It was a massive So jump. it's a good time to watch zombie. Oh, right? yeah. It's something to just scare the shit out of you while you're in your house. Well, for those of you who haven't seen it. If you're the not movie. scared of everything else already. I always am. <laughs> uh, just zomb- go down the QAnon uh, rabbit hole and a lot of uh, watch deep, zombie movies. Deep fears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the plot of this movie, for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's f- originally titled Zombie 2 with the I. That's what Wikipedia has it as. So we'll trust that. And it's never wrong. And it's never wrong. It's never publicly edited. Uh, so 1979 Italian zombie film directed by Lucio Fallucci. It was adapted from an original screenplay by... Butchered. Den- <laughs> totally. He's rolling over in his grave. Uh, original screenplay by Dendario Sacchetti to serve as a sequel to George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead from 1978. <laughs> George A. Romero was not consulted. No, probably not. <laughs> The, um, un, the unlicensed <laughs> sequel. <laughs> uh, so we've got starring Tisa Farrow, Ian McCulloch, Richard Johnson, Al Cliver, Aretta Gay, Stefania Diamaro, and Olga Carlados. Is there anything? Have they done anything that we would uh, particularly uh, know? Tisa no. Farrow, uh, Mia Farrow's sister. Really? She's done that. She's been being the pharaoh. She's done that. Okay, so she is a pharaoh. I was wondering if that was true. I don't know if she had any tryst with Woody Allen or not. Did anybody recognize anybody in this film? I I, not a single actor. Uh, I can't say I do. I thought I recognized the Ian McCulloch, who was the the British the British reporter, right? Yeah, yeah, but I was wrong. Oh, he just looked like (laughs) somebody else. He does. He 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 kind of looks like uh, Robert Redford. In a, yeah. in a sort of a weird Didn't I, sort of did I not say this to you? You did say this. <laughs> I, I said the same thing to Mike before we started the show. Like the exact same thing. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. great minds think alike. Fools, yep. fools tend to zombie. Um, <laughs> so the basic plot is an abandoned boat drifts into the New York Harbor and is boarded by two harbor patrolmen. A zombie kills one of the patrolmen but is shot by the man's partner, falls overboard. Uh, and Bob's Tisa Farrell's question by police is the boat belonged to her father. She claims he's conducting research in I don't Matul. know if this is the general synopsis or if you're just reading the actual play. This is the general. Play. No, this is, this is the, I'm almost done. Okay. Uh, she claims he's conducting research in Matul, a Caribbean island. Newspaper reporter Peter West is investigating the story, and he and Balls learn that Balls' father is suffering from a strange illness on the island. Sorry, Balls? I believe it's Bowls. Bowels? Bowls. Bowels. Bowels? If that's not bowels, I don't know what that is. It's he and bowls, so B-O-W-L-E-S. Bowels it is. I'll work on my spelling. (laughs) So let's agree to agree. Let's (laughs) let's start with the basic plot of the movie. Um, We've actually, fuck the plot. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll come back to that. Um, What was your original thoughts of this, Jimmy? Oh, I mean, do you mean like going in beforehand? Because I didn't really know what to expect going in. Yes, exactly. I guess watching it uh, from the beginning of the movie, you think it's going to be like a 
like at least I thought it was going to be a Jason takes Manhattan kind of deal. Yeah. Wow. Right. Where zombies just kind of take over New York. I don't know how that would look or how they would make that work. So I guess it kind of makes sense that they didn't do it. But yeah. that's the direction they led me in. What uh, what were your original? Oh, thoughts like on this, the Mark? boat was going to be the catalyst to the spread to the virus. Of the disease. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah, I could see that. That's that did thought. actually make sense. No, because when they get on that boat originally, something's written in Denmark. That's my new saying since last week. Um, <laughs> so, didn't you say Denver? <laughs> I did say Denver originally, but I have been I have been corrected on my geography and my sayings. Um, <laughs> I I dug the opening scene a lot just because it really did. It, it set a different pace. Like, what, what the fuck is this boat doing in the middle of the New York Harbor? These two guys were, like, rummaging around on it. And then there was, like, that, pian- that set of piano keys. It had, like, some sort of slimy... I believe it was, like, like a tentacles? Millipedes? Yeah. yeah. Something? yeah. Which I've never put zombies and millipedes in the same whatever but then that big giant guy comes out and, <laughs> who did and you said he uncle fester broke up uncle, Fe- yeah. it was uncle yeah. fester the zombie yeah. real uncle fester looking guy <laughs> well he was festering he sure. was he really he was, was. <laughs> did uh, the the main aspect that i didn't really like was the shooting of the zombies you could stop them if you shot them in the body where traditionally we know it's a headshot could you stop him in the body? Yeah, did I didn't just knock that. him overboard. Oh, I, well, I think he just because he ends up in the shark attack scene, right? Or is that a different zombie? That's a totally different zombie. All right, well, fuck me. <laughs> and, unless you just got really fit swimming all the way. To <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, maybe swimming works every muscle in your body, Mark. <laughs> Can you build muscle once you're undead? Huh? <sighs> Questions that we've, we've hmm. we we still want answers to. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, just a Anyways. zombie, Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> zombie size. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, I. I'm not a. I mean, we, Jimmy can continue with his sort of take on it. Um, I went into it not being a big horror fan, mostly where I know Jimmy is, but I do like zombies. It seems to be one of the genre of uh, horror movies that I can get behind, and particularly this take on it, sort of the. This falls into, I think, the science realm yes. of zombies, sort of. It's like fun. Zombieism as a disease. Well, and, uh, yeah, sort of I like, like the, the walking dead. Finding the cure it. aspect yeah. to it instead of just all hope is lost. Apocalypse, right? Exactly. He was the kind of doctor, though, on the island. I actually thought it kind of had an do- island of Dr. Moreau feel to it. Absolutely. Did you Did you guys catch that, yeah, too? Yeah, most definitely. But then flip it on its head, and it's not humans and animal hybrids. It's it's the dead, it's, and he can't figure out this weird disease that's it's killing like, these people. Island mixed with reanimator, I think. Very much so. Right? Mm. Yeah. I love the mad scientist aspect. That's one of my favorites. He I was, was hoping they would delve a little more into it, yeah. like that he was like conducting experiments on them. Agreed. Definitely yeah. agreed. I, I want to see a director's cut. He was like a... Cl- <laughs> <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> he was an incredibly clumsy doctor like he just it, I, I was telling jimmy this before like he just kept fucking up and like trying i new think ideas. he just didn't like, give a shit uh, you think that's like, what i it think was? it's more apathy like he doesn't <laughs> Meh, i'm gonna do what i can but <laughs> i'm not gonna i love this I, i'm gonna be jumping ahead but we're gonna be all over sure the yeah that's fine the scene where he's by the water just drinking when yeah. the nurse comes to him and <laughs> yeah he can't he said, be bothered i can't remember the name of the guy who said so and so is is fell ill or whatever the guy is like well let's go help him <laughs> well let's go this needs our attention right now and yeah. he's always so quick to drop whatever he's doing to go do something else yes like it seems like he has a very short attention span which mm. i can relate to and how they helped him was interesting care <laughs> 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 to elaborate because i know where you're going well, with this. <laughs> I, I helping him maybe to to, to 
to not be undead anymore, <laughs> to be re-dead. Just, and like the, inst- the, the instant fix of everything was put a bag over their head and shoot him in the skull. Yeah. Love the, like, not even a bag, a full tarp. And he has so many tarps. Yes. Right. Like, he's been planning on doing this for a very long time. It, it, the, the story aspect of the zombies coming to New York and then backtracking. And then I loved at the end when it came back to the beginning. Spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. Spoilers <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen it. No, this is going to be long. Yeah, past fuck. It, <laughs> this is from 1979. I made a rule. Two weeks or older. If you haven't seen it, you're fucked. It's a tight rule, but we, we stand by it, I guess. Um, <laughs> gore factor. What did we think of some of the gory scenes? Oh, beautiful, Michael. Oh, my oh, God. That eyeball scene. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my God. When I, uh, yeah. I texted Michael immediately about it, and we, we yeah, we talked you're about the it gore, You're the gore master here, Jimmy. Just, Tell us about the... I, I'm just so <laughs> happy with Practical, and it's in that time, and they did such a good job, and I wish I knew who the the effects person was, but I, I can imagine if this movie came out now, they would use, like, just... They would either cut away at that eye part, because, mm. my God, they fucking don't cut away, do no, they? they? Don't. Like, they show the whole thing just... There's like five takes of it getting closer and closer exactly. and closer. And you think they're going to cut away. You totally do. But they don't. And I think if this movie's made now, whether it's rated R or not, they 100% cut away. Or they use some weird CGI effect. And you know it's fake and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. At least with this, we still know it's fake. But it, it, it just has a sense of realism, right? Oh, it does. It, it makes like, it And scarier. you actually see it sort of peeling back the one mm-hmm. side of her face. Yeah. And then it breaks off and she continues through the door with and the, the... screaming. The guttural <laughs> yeah. screaming. And... I, I mean, I always wondered why she was standing that close to all of it happening for that to occur in the first place. And how the zombie realized, (laughs) I'm going to pull your head onto the spike. These zombies use tools. Yes. That is terrifying Uh, to me. Which... Which changes just the whole, you're dead and you come back to life. You're, like you said, reanimated. They're almost like... Well, because the Night of the Living Dead zombies used tools too, or at least they were able to use a rock and smash through windows and stuff. Like they were smart enough to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a new take. Well, I guess it's an old take, isn't it? Mm. (laughs) It's it's a new... No, it's not. It's not a new take. I was going to call it a new take. That's a very old take. I, uh... What about... What about the shark? The shark scene? Um... Gratuitous is the word that comes to mind. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> sexual. Oh, there's no almost, Michael. Like, uh. just just to set the scene for anybody who hasn't seen this, this woman who's on the boat. Like, basically, they're trying to get to the island, so they find like a couple who's doing like deep sea photography. So I they're going to go for a scuba. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're they're going for a, t- a two month tour of the islands. Yeah. So they're going to get a ride to Matul. Exactly. As these, people uh, do. Where the bowls are, and. When they get there, the woman, like when they get to their spot, she's like, I'm going to take some photos. And I love the gratuitous tit shot where she's just like, I'm going to go scuba diving they because everybody goes scoop totally. And she didn't bring a wetsuit in any way, shape or form. <laughs> no kidding. All the equipment against your body would just be so incredibly uncomfortable. Yes. But then I like the close up of the the, uh, the but strap that goes between yeah. your legs is a little gratuitous. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also boobies. <laughs> In my house, whenever boobies come on the screen, one of us will be like, tits, boobies, breasts. We just start screaming it out. <laughs> there they are. Somebody's got to know. But what what was really funny about that scene was that the zombie decides to save her and go after the shark. <laughs> like, that. that's, I mean, it maybe just he couldn't See, get out. I don't it gets know. back to these zombies, maybe think a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... They does. value human life because they need human life to live. Well, it adds a Did whole... Did the zombie rip a piece of the shark off at one point? I believe so. Yeah, there was a little so blood. That, see, that leads to like a whole other Jaws yeah. scenario. Maybe like a Jaws 6 with zombie Jaws. 
Well, was it zombie? See, I was wondering why the 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 shark rammed the boat. Right. Like that, that's a very Jaws that's thing very to do. That's very Jawsy. Yeah. It's quite the Jaws <laughs> thing to do, man. It was originally a problem for the people, and then it became a problem yeah. for the zombie. And mm-hmm. like he's like oh, holding it, and did hugging it. Did you see the part like, where he was hugging rah, rah, rah. it, and he's trying to b- <laughs> like the wide part of the shark? Yeah. His like, teeth were just scraping along. Huh. Do you think that was played for laughs on set? I don't know. Like, do you think they had a good laugh or they're like, this is very serious? <laughs> I've never seen another hybrid between zombie and animal. No. After this. If, right. If, Jimmy, you might know, but I've, I've like, it's, it's Just, human versus human You know, human we talked normally. about it before recording, but zombies. Zoom, <laughs> yeah. That's the only one I could think of because the usually. The Walking Dead has some uh, they do? zombies eat some animals. Oh, okay, the, so it has been done. The original lore is that animals can't contract whatever the zombie virus is. They didn't have zombie animals, oh. but they zombies killed animals. Okay. Animals, like ate a horse. Or yeah, yeah, that's very true. In yeah. Dawn of the Dead, they leave the dog alone. It's really oh. weird. So I, don't, I guess it just depends on the director. If he's mm. got a soft spot for puppies. I guess we'll find out when zombies take over the earth. Speaking of director, what do we think of Lucio? I thought it was shot beautifully. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of Dutch angles. <laughs> a lot of Dutch angles, <laughs> Dutch sure, Dutch yeah. Angles. Um, what is a Dutch angle, Jimmy? Just shot kind of to the side. Okay. <laughs> it's an imperfect shot. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's supposed to create some sort of realism where when you pan a shot perfectly, you get everything in it. Everything's happening the way it's supposed to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, but then when you tilt Just the camera. Bit. Fincher, uh, not Fincher, uh, Michael Mann does a lot of. Yeah. Okay. A lot of these shots because it's. I think of the one scene where they're at the phone booth. Um, I think it's Peter and Peter and Tissa Farrow's yeah, character. They're yeah. at the phone booth and they're just having a conversation. And they're it's listening just to that, the slightest, that, yeah, and it looks so good. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like where they're reading the note. I think he's reading he's the reading note the they note found that, on yes. the boat yes, to exactly. his editor. Yeah, and it's yeah. just the slightest little angle, but I love it. It's just so aesthetically pleasing. I loved the shot in the beginning when they find out who whose daughter is part of the boat situation yeah. and they've got all those cops in the room and they do that circular shot when yeah. they ask her and then they pan the camera over to the guy and then they pan back to her like that that was that that was that was some neat photography. oh where it's sort of well where's my father well that's what we mean yes to ask exactly you. right like <laughs> well, it created a sense of, it created a sense of anxiety by throwing yes. that camera shot around well and, uh, mark and i talked about this before the show but they do it's to, you can feel how old the movie is because they, it feels more like a play, you know, like yes. it's not just cuts in conversation. And like now with movies, there's so many cuts. You could be sure that the actors were not even in the same fucking room together. Yeah. Mm. But then. Come like, here. You're, the back of your head looks like the actors. Come, exactly. Come to the scene. But with this movie, you can you can really feel the actors get into it and genuinely give it 110 percent mm-hmm. i thought for a real campy zombie movie that the acting was okay right? i really did like was it dubbed was, it was dubbed okay it was dubbed. That's, sometimes i couldn't tell <laughs> the original i think it was dubbed like four or five years after like okay. once it kind of gained because for everybody who's listening this is the, the whole purpose of this series of us doing these live events is to kind of put cult movies into our lexicon and question their their nature their of cult what makes a movie a cult yeah, Classic like how and, does it fall in line with... Yeah, like what do you think about this movie I raised it to cult status? We're, we can touch on that later. We yeah. can go through this, yeah. but I think that's an important factor in here. Well, I did. I did prepare, and I brought out some of the <laughs> lists that are you online. You prepared? I prepared, guys. I know. I Damn know. it. But I did, I did bring like what a definition of a cult film is, and we'll, we'll get into that after we've done rehashing this. But 
Um, yeah, director-wise, I think... I mean, it is campy in a lot of ways. Well, most definitely, but, but what horror movie isn't? Ex- huh, what there? good horror movie isn't? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> the acting wasn't bad. No, not at um, all. I think the, the script was a little... Eh. The dialogue a, was kind of shaky yeah, sometimes, but maybe that's just the, maybe that's just the dub. I feel like the, it, was, it was walking the audience through by the hand. Okay. Every time they walked into a room, it's like, oh, it is dark in here. I wonder if there was anybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you, know, you could feel that. As opposed to just letting the audience get there on their own. Uh, is a little, yeah. No, it was a little clunky. You put too much faith that. in the audience, Mark. <laughs> well, some horror movies just use the, the dead silence and the music to build that suspense. And you're supposed to, as they pan across the dark Ooh, room. You're I'm like, happy you mentioned the music. I wonder if this, the music is definitely interesting in this movie. This, interesting's the, a good way to play. The score and the soundtrack, fantastic. Great. It's like two... It's two instrumental tracks that are played whenever there's either a scary scene or some sort of build up to an action sequence. And that's it. That's the soundtrack. It's just two. Mm-hmm. Well, in the opening theme, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I love that. And there's also <laughs> a real interesting, uh, along with that, there's the, uh, there's the voodoo aspect, right? Because the music yes, kind of comes into the tribal voodoo thing. And they really play off of the whole like Christianity and voodoo and how... They play together, right? Because there's the they end up in the graveyard that was the, the well, it, it, this killed me the pronunciation the Spanish conquistadores. <laughs> Damn, Mark! <laughs> I did look up from my computer as that was going on. This in the must background. have been a graveyard for the Spanish conquistadores. It must have been. <laughs> there was um, that one shot where the head just slowly is pressing through the soil. Like it, it, it's going to take twenty minutes for this guy to dig his way out. I do love that they brought up the voodoo aspect, though, because in the original Night of the Living Dead, and as we've established, this as a sequel, um, uh, they never touch on what Mm. caused it, right? Like they just say hell has yeah, they just say hell spit back all the there there was no room in hell, and that's just such a fifties thing to say, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't look at it scientifically. There's a real interesting (laughs) line in the movie when uh, the doctor is talking to one of the islanders. And he says something along the lines, well, I'm a man of science. I can't believe in this voodoo. And I can't believe that the, the dead can come back to life. And then the guy just kind of offhandedly says, oh, you know more than me, doctor. But I don't believe the dead are necessarily dead. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, that was a good That's one. a really good way to put that. Yeah. I don't think they're quite dead yet. <laughs> I may have missed this. Um, what was the research he was doing on the island? Like, why were all these people sick? I, I I must have missed it because like, that's, was, that's another plot that's, hole. Like, what are you doing one, there? Um, that was one thing. I just I found it kind of hard to follow the plot a little bit. <laughs> like, you if I had see, one complaint, that's it. But it, it was a... There's one point where he explains it to the people in the boat once they reach the island. He says, uh, this all started when one of the villagers saw his wife walking in town. Kay. But his wife had died two days earlier. Oh. So, so he's like, well, how could that be? Yes, how could that be? So then somebody must have bit somebody in that hospital for it to it essentially like carry. Yes. Okay. Spread huh. across the island. But you do raise a good point. Out of all of the zombie movies that have ever been made, I don't think there's ever been a real definitive where they came from. And when you give like Dawn, Dawn of, the, of Dead. the Dead as its credit to being the first zombie Night movie. Night of the Living. Night of the Living, sorry. <laughs> well, Dawn um, of the Dead doesn't touch on it either. Like they just... Uh, her name but she just wakes up and her daughter's been bitten and her daughter bites her husband and she has to just immediately go to the mall and find ving rames yes <laughs> right remake finds, yes yeah. ving rames <laughs> cool 
So it just it just happened. And Phil, right? Phil, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. And Phil Dunphy, who is just filthy in that movie. Yeah, he's wow. an asshole. That was a pun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Phil. Phil. Or, you get a point. Put, All put right. A, point down a PH filthy. Ka-chow. Yeah. So fat and filthy with the PH. <laughs> but um, I, I kind of want a zombie movie to be like, all right, here is the definitive. You want an answer. I want an answer because as much as not letting us know where they come from and why they're being spit back out adds to the fear of it all. We've seen enough zombie movies for 50 years that just happen. Like, come on, somebody needs like the World War Z aspect of how they just like not not so much how they were born, but how the world deals with it. I really liked the World War Z aspect of it. So I I guess I want some zombie lore. Right. That's funny. I've never. Like because of, because of this movie because of zombie I haven't really thought of it the other way I've always just been yeah like it's all zombie movies it just happens and we just deal with it yeah well sort of what's the Will Smith uh, I am legend I am legend and right? that's based on Omega Man with Charlton Heston so it's point thank you there wow <laughs> look at you go on fire um they're all in the same sort of vein as is the series The Walking Dead on this the science behind you know, people <laughs> trying to solve the zombieism as a disease. Yeah. And uh, you can see a lot of points in this movie where it, it's obvious that the writers, uh, Greg Nicotero and uh, on walking dead have well, definitely he does a lot seen of the this, effects right? too. He's just wonderful. Yeah. So you've, they've seen this like they, Oh yeah. It's played off oh, of yeah. it a hundred percent. Um, like we said, it, it legally has to be right. <laughs> <laughs> so the movements of the zombies and some of the, the sort of story behind it. And you can see a lot of scenes even that from the series that that could harken back to this movie. Yeah. for sure. Do you uh, do you think if you were cast to be an extra in a zombie movie, how do you, you could do it? Right. Like, how, what would be your. I don't know. What style of zombie would you Do you get you to be? pick, like, how you died? And kind of I was just going to say, let's, let's go around the table here. So how would you like to die to come back as a zombie, Mark? Um, I, I think I'd, I'd be fun coming back as one of those, like, the zombies that died in the water and then got really bloated. And then <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where I'm getting at, right? Like, your death is definitely yeah, going to hang on you for the rest one. of your I life. I think I'd like to be, like, a big water-bloated zombie. I, that's a really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be the guy who doesn't tell the rest of the group that he's been bitten. Oh. And then everyone finds out when I stumble into the party as a zombie. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be me. That'd, that's my style. I want to be a zombie baby. Like, like you got... you got Gone n- to the dead stuff. You got nicked or just, you know, you yeah. didn't think it was a big deal. And I'm looking bad, but everyone's looking bad. It's a zombie apocalypse, you know? And well, then, that and it's a party and it's probably late and everybody's tanked. So you can kind of blend in right. until next thing you know, your skin's all gray. And, and I'm taking a nap or whatever. Everyone's having a great time. They let your guard down and I stumble. Jimmy's done with chips. He wants flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you'd be like a a slow foot dragging zombie or like a I'm like like that in regular life. (laughs) I couldn't imagine myself hustling as a zombie. Like Let's now's the time. I better <laughs> start moving. As a zombie, I'm picking up the paint as a zombie. <laughs> hey, you never know if you get a second shot at things. <laughs> this this goes back to the muscle question, though. Like, if you were to put a zombie on a treadmill and just made him walk with a piece of meat in front of him, hmm. do you think his like would he get huge quads? I don't think so. No, no, that's upsetting uh, to me. No, he would. The he, voodoo that gets zombies. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm now it, convinced well, it's if voodoo. If it is based on magic, then probably not. Yes. <laughs> Back to um, <laughs> back to where we started. Um, did it scare you? Were there any jump scares? Did you guys no? No, like, Did you kind of really. see it coming? Like, was it traditional blueprint stuff, or was there like any of the scenes where you're like, "Oh, okay, that's that's uh, not something I've experienced." You know, before. I only experienced fear in my dreams. Okay, <laughs> <Does that laughs> so every night sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I, I, I think that the scariest scene was maybe when the doctor's wife had come out of the shower. Right. And there's the zombie in the window. And then oh, and he's so, palming them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it's the sort of she starts hearing it and knows it's coming. And then she tries to get in the room and can't close the door. It's a very drawn out. Uh, but there's a little bit of suspense there. Yeah. When well, you uh, feel for the character. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, uh, <laughs> the first comment I want to make is the blood was your traditional red bright Hollywood. Red. It just felt a little bit red. too campy. It, that that was one thing. So is the the first the first scene where the guy gets bitten and I think he's bitten in the throat. And the spurts. I love the, the spurts. The spurts are amazing, but yeah. you can you can clearly see the heavy makeup and the padding for the blood bag and stuff, we'll see, which is fine. Cuz you guys probably know this, but based on the color of the blood is based on the rating, right? So the darker and more realistic the blood is, the worse rating you could get. Out of what? 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 what oh. How's it being rated? I did not Just, know that. What is it? The movie board? <laughs> oh, so you're people? telling me? Okay, so the, the ratings agency. <laughs> like you could get a much stricter rating just based on how your blood looks. So an R would be more realistic, lifelike, yeah. coagulated, where a PG-13 Like, I think if this came out now, it'd, it could pass for PG-13. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that your blood had anything to do yeah. with the ratings agency. Strange, right? That's that's actually really interesting. Well, it doesn't look viscous, you know. Yeah, it doesn't have that platelet. <laughs> any, oh, oh he's, okay, here we go. Mark's brought so up this a is, clip. This, which shade of red would you say that this... Almost uh, Mike's shirt, even. Yeah. That's, that is a very red. That's Crayola yeah. red. That's, and it's very runny blood. See, and it I is. don't even know, because back then, maybe that wasn't the case. Like, with the rating system, maybe they just used what they had. Like, who knows? But nowadays, for sure, it uh, has a lot to do with what color it is. Ah, I, think I didn't it, know that. That's interesting. I think it would be great if somebody did a sequel to this and called it Zombie 2.5. <laughs> and fuck with everybody's well, numbers I want to know what happens if they, like... <laughs> Like, do, do they keep going back to New York, or do they, like... Yeah, does Are you going to sail somewhere else? Well, they, they can't get anywhere at the like, moment. Because, like, who is it, Peter that's sick at the end? Yes. Yep. I no. think it's Peter, or is it the buddy? No, the guy on the boat. <laughs> Peter West was the The, the reporter. reporter. Right, right, right. So it's um, the, it's Ian the McCulloch. Boat, dude. Yeah, he gets, uh, like, I, I like that they kind of, I don't know. Like, where are they even going to go? What are they going to do? Well, it's interesting. Well, we have to take them back, because that's the only way they're going to believe us. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, that's... <laughs> kind of fair yeah. if you think oh, yeah. about it like i why would you just fucking believe people that came back and said no. zombies attacked us no and we've seen not. that in in a number of other uh, i don't want to go back to to movies but i mean not that's uh, our tv job. shows <laughs> oh you're cut <laughs> right no more movies but than i the mean real debaters. sort of like that you're you're seen in game of thrones where they need to take one of the the undead in yeah, the crate right like here this is what we're dealing with yeah kind of thing you gotta prove it yeah or you just sound like a lunatic mm-hmm Oh, most definitely. Like, I would, uh, well, it's like, and I hate, I, I, you know how much I fucking hate to touch on TV. <laughs> like, the Unsolved Mysteries, anytime I see, like, an alien story, I'm like, I want to believe these people, but they always just look like the craziest people, you know? They don't look, they, like, they don't of course look aliens reputable, abducted, Jimmy. I know exactly, what you're talking of about. Of course aliens abducted them because they don't look reputable. <laughs> they look like every sketch character from an SNL skit about, exactly. about aliens, right? Exactly. They don't know. They, they totally you never don't see like rich, people. wealthy businessmen being abducted by aliens ever, ever. Um, if if this uh, if this ever got a sequel, who do you think we'd, we'd uh, what kind of zombies do you think we'd see? 
Same like lumbering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. You don't think they'd speed it up to, you know, the track stars of nowadays? No. Because the, the, I don't like that. I mean, it's scarier in, uh, I guess, in a way, but like nothing is scarier than just a big horde of lumbering zombies coming towards you, right? Or one 400 Where you just know there's nothing you can hungry. do. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. every time we go back to these older movies, uh, you realize that the pacing of the movies was so different back then. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot. I think in today's um, need for immediacy, everything is, is whiz bang. They, they cut those scenes. If somebody's walking down a hallway, they're at the beginning of the hallway. Now they're at the end of the hallway. And it's all one take. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's walking with a camera. Like in these movies. And it, it became really clear in the original Halloween that I had watched too. There's a scene where Mike Myers is walking down the hospital hallway, and it goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. Well, and that's building suspense, there's, um, right? And um, that's lost, I think, in newer movies. There's uh, In Halloween 2018, like the newer one, written and directed by Danny McBride, weird. Um, <laughs> He's stretching his director There's a shows. scene like that that shows Michael Myers... Uh, like from start to finish stalking a house and it's all one take and he kills somebody all in the take, but we just see it from outside the window oh, that's and it's cool. so cool and so well done, but uh, it was definitely an homage to the first one. Mm, and that's something that I think it's just been lost. I think everything is we most need, definitely. We need stuff now and it, it needs to be so quick moving or people lose like attention. It's immediate. Yeah. It immediate sucks so because totally when you're at right. the movie theater, you don't have anywhere else to go. So you're invested in the movie, right? Yeah. But when you have Netflix and stuff, you could just open your phone and, Exactly. As soon as you lose, as soon as you lose interest, and it kind of sucks, but I do it too sometimes. And that's how things have changed. Well, right? the, the you can't have a you can't have any slow parts really because you'll lose your your audience. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, well, what was that Jason Statham movie? Oh, <laughs> crank, 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 <laughs> crank one, two, and three. Fuck yeah, that movie just keeps moving. <laughs> that movie should be served with a ball of speed, like just, like just to keep up with the pace of it. Wild. Um, but that you're you're right, Mark. That opening scene is like too, you know regular old Joe cops inspecting a boat, slowly taking their time. Well, right? and they're like even thinking where, of robbing it. Yeah. Like they're like, we should take this thing in. We can get a piece for it. Right? <laughs> but you also like, see that like the boats in the Harbor and what's the, it doing? the Harbor patrol is way off in the distance. Yeah. And they slowly ride, drive the boat in. Like, like you could, <laughs> you could cut it where the boat is right next to the boat and skip all that stuff. But I that didn't need to have it. I'll tell you what, this entire movie, if it was filmed with today's standards, is about 10 minutes in original. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's a, shor- it's a short, yeah. Right? If you No, if you take out all the pacing. Boat lands, it, yeah. then they're on the boat to the island. Next thing you know, this thing happens on the island, then they're leaving. <laughs> Boom. Like 10, 12 minutes tops. But see, we miss out on things like character <laughs> development exactly. that way. That's... What character did you like the most, Jimmy? <laughs> Speaking you know, what she actually got me there. I, uh, I mean, I, like everyone's acting was fine. I don't. Like, I didn't get invested enough where I could pick a favorite character. I, I like don't the think. journalist. I like Peter yeah. West. Yeah. He was That's kinda, the name he, I remember. He was definitely keeping. <laughs> keeping well, there's the Dr. Menard. Together. I do yeah. like the doctor as well. I thought yeah. uh, I do like the Save big aspect. money at Menard's. Menards. <laughs> we the wife, I immediately. <laughs> Cut that out, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, they only have that one uh, back and forth between the doctor and his wife. Before she gets the eyes. And, 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 and she's just up bitch right from the start well she wants to be gone like she's trying i hate to convince, you yeah. she doesn't want to be there yeah she's, yeah. she's being infected by zombies his his medical ethos is what's keeping him there right as soon mm-hmm. as she said i'm gonna tell everyone what you're doing i was like he's gonna kill you or you're gonna die somehow yeah, yeah. he's just gonna let a zombie o- go into the room and and we'll call it a night <laughs> yeah I was, I was like you gotta get just get out of there just get out of there that the scene at the the church hospital when all the people are in cots yes sort of reminded me of the like the Sort of, you see, like the doctors with all borders and the third world countries yeah. where there's a bunch oh, of people absolutely. just in the makeshift tent. 
you know, and, and a doctor's just like doesn't even know where to start because Except everybody's the doctor there isn't pulling, putting the bullet in <laughs> their no, head when they're true. sick. <laughs> oh, well, my the, God. The scene where you think they're bringing the one guy to go bury him. Yeah. And, and then they toss a pile. him. That, oh, my God. <laughs> a just another beautiful shot. Yeah. Though, right. And then, oh, do you want me to bury them now? And she's like, no, we got a couple we got more. more book coming. <laughs> and she's so calm and casual about it. But I guess she would have to be right. Like, that's good for her character. Well, we don't even really know who she is. No, not at all. No, really get introduced to the nurse. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I mean, even that continues I with a little healthy dose of misogyny that this movie brought boy, forward. Oh, good Lord. Happy 1979. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, just that, that. A little bit of racism, a little bit of misogyny. <laughs> it's got a little bit of everything, doesn't it? The, uh, the cab driver, when they go to the first island, where he's like Pedro or something, and he's speaking this horrible, <laughs> broken, insulting English and Spanish combination. <laughs> They get out of the car. He says, "What? No, pay, no, Pedro, no, give you good directions." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" <laughs> Somebody actually wrote this for you and okayed it. Like, oh good lord! Gosh. Like he just third persons himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, on a gore level, like I personally, the first scene, I started to climb up a little bit of the back of the couch. Like I don't have the stomach <laughs> that I. I've realized as of late that I don't have the stomach I once did. Where I'm like, "Yeah, smash his head. Let me see the insides." But <laughs> there was one brain busting shot or it looked like chili <laughs> i wanted to grab a baguette and start to have some lunch like Ooh, it lovely. just but like there are there, the, the the gore factor though for me i i was back in my chair i was like okay all right like that's not something i i deal well with but i thought it was done incredibly well for for what you had for makeup and special effects at the time yeah well i'm definitely uh i'm definitely squeamish with eye stuff so yeah that, uh, that got me good I don't think it overdid it. No, no it didn't. Not, oh, not at all. No, it was perfect. Yeah. Like no. it, uh, yeah. What was that flesh ripping scene where one of them, like, there was that one scene where they were all, like, all the bodies were on the ground, and there was that one woman's head. I don't know if it was the nurse or the wife, but then, like, they pan across all the bodies, and you just see pieces of ripped flesh everywhere. Then there's that one zombie who's like, oh, I'm still hungry, and he's just, like, grabbing. <laughs> I don't remember like, that. Like, he just reaches into a pile of bodies and pulls out a perfectly ripped piece of flesh <laughs> and starts to eat Good it. Good for him. <laughs> But it was a useless waste, like, waste not want not waste not want not exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and it followed the uh, the traditional, um, I guess, in the the eighties, a lot of horror movies. The whole idea behind, well, if people have sex, then they're gonna they, get should killed. Yeah. they should die. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's a the couple that he's, he's messed up his ankle, and they know there's zombies everywhere, and they're laying in the middle of this field. Yeah, they still take time a moment to, to embrace. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a kiss. Yeah, that was kind of a questionable. Uh, <laughs> Questionable. Questionable time to <laughs> right? have a romantic moment. I don't get a chubby when I know there's flesh-eating diseases no. and monsters out in the world. That doesn't get me hot. Especially when you're laying on the ground in a <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> it's the last place I want to throw down. And it has the traditional sort of like, well, you wait here and we'll go on ahead. <laughs> no, no, don't break no, up. No, no, don't split the parties up. You two go on ahead, but carry me with you. <laughs> or like the one scene when they were on the boat trying to figure out what happened and the cop shows up and they like pretend to be in a little bit of a romantic tryst. Yes. Right? And they're like, I told you this was a bad idea. This is all his fault, officer. I wanted nothing to do with this. <laughs> what the fuck does this have that to do? That was actually a great cover story. It was a great cover story. Yeah. But then he turns into the whole totally misogynistic character. Get over here. Do what you're told. I'm yeah, in charge. Let's go, sweet tits yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Thank you, officer. Chop, chop, hot ass. <laughs> Okay, so from what we know about what we love about cult films, would you classify this as a cult film? Now, I'll give you the definition first. 
based on what online says. <laughs> Definition of <laughs> a cult film or internet. cult movie, also commonly referred to as a cult classic, is a film that has acquired a cult following. The term cult itself was first used in the 1970s to describe the culture that surrounded underground films and midnight movies, though cult was in common use in film analysis for decades prior to that. Cult films trace their origin back to controversial and suppressed films kept alive by dedicated fans. In some cases, reclaimed or rediscovered films have acquired cult following cult followings decades after their original release. So, Jimmy, you go first. I think based on that definition, it is for sure. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it's being shown at the Park Theater, so it's, <laughs> it, it does have some staying power, right? Like, it, it does have that little pocket of... Of lovers, I don't. I couldn't really find anything about. Is, are there festivals for this movie? I did are there, see right. that when this movie was released, and I believe it was in the UK, it was given a rating um, that was sort of banning it. Really, it was it was class, something nasty, right? So they something had a, they had a wording for it. You'd have to check it out. It was but, rated N for nasty. Yeah, nasty. But it was basically put into that category of movies that it shouldn't be be shown because of the gore. That's a good first. Yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah. Here. Upon its release in the United Kingdom on January second, nineteen eighty, the British Board of Film Classification required a total of one minute and forty six seconds of material to be cut to obtain an X rating. Yes. Wow. So they had to get down to X before they even got to R. So that alone probably <laughs> it puts it out in the you know. In the realm of the cult, if like, oh, well, we're not supposed to see this. Let's get a copy and let's see what they don't want us to see. Yeah. Good fucking point. Right. Yeah. Like as soon as it gets banned, as soon as you ban something, like yeah. the mafia figured it out, right? As soon as you tell the world you can't drink, you can't fuck, you can't do drugs. Well, we're going to sell that shit and make a killing. So now we're going to give this movie an X rating, which means you shouldn't see it. Well, yeah. people are going to flock to it. Well, it's uh, like and I'll never miss a chance to trash this terrible movie, but uh, Joker had the same thing. Like people fucking came out and said, "Oh, you can't see this movie. This movie is going to be so damaging for everybody." And it made everyone go fucking see it. And now I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we need to dedicate an entire episode to the How Jimmy's horrible taste in movie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You stepped on that one, buddy. I'll um, take how about you, Mark and Martin, against me, and we'll debate whether Joker is a good movie. But he's right though, because lots of people said coming out of the movie. I didn't hear a bunch of people say, "Oh, it's a great movie." I heard a bunch of people say, "It's very disturbing," but I think you should go see it. And people got that whole "I'm going to be disturbed" idea. <laughs> I'm going right? to be disturbed. Well, and yeah, and they like, I think I think all of us have that little part in us where we're like you're going to tell me that this is disturbing well I, fuck you buddy I'm going to show you what <laughs> I'll I'm show disturbed you what by disturbing mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so then th- thus you've got more people flocking because they're feeling challenged um, exactly it also did say that August 1st 2005 it passed for an 18 rating when it was done for a home release okay so this is actually like it's weird because it's feature it's it's set in New York originally then it goes back to this Caribbean island but it was huge in Italy and it was huge in Europe. Like, it didn't really get a following, from my understanding, in America until zombie films really picked up track in, like, I'd say mid-80s to 90s, right? Like, this is to say, that well, they do say this is the unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> but I don't think it got its legs until 10, 15, 20 years later, which well, is another definition of a cult where it, it goes yeah. underground and then it gets picked back up and it's launched into the stratosphere if you look at some of the remasterings and the the releases that i found when i was doing a little research into it is that um they had remastered into like 1080 and then just may of this year i think they released the 4k remaster on it so that's probably you know it's throughout the 2000s that they released so there's a demand yeah they've released several remasters of it so 
it's clearly become popular in the 2000s, which is, you know, 20, 30 years. Since yeah. It's so that would released. definitely make it a cult classic. Yeah. Especially if it's just picking up in the 2000s. It's absolutely. Ju- just picking up now, 30 years after it's No re- kidding. Yeah. 40 years <laughs> after it's released. I was telling Jimmy that it cost, well, I was telling both of you guys, it cost 410, I think it was 410 million Italian lira, which when you convert to today's standards is $330,000 to make this movie. So for $330,000, you had some pretty ingenious Solid people. effects. Solid effects. Okay directing. Decent cast. I mean, nobody, everybody was trying to... I think, in my opinion, horror movies are kind of the... What are you going to say, Mike? Well, no, I was going to say horror <laughs> movies are a great gateway for an actor or somebody who's in Hollywood who's either fallen you're from Jennifer the A-list. The, you're, yeah, no, well, I mean, she started... You're Jennifer horror, Tilly's more, more uh, than anything, right? And we love you, Jennifer Tilly. We do. We love it when you play poker and we love it when you chase midgets. But um, <laughs> what I'm, what I'm kind of getting at is, though, I totally lost my train of thought. You threw me off with the Jennifer well, Tilly. I think horror <laughs> movies are making a resurgence, at least psychological thriller. Uh, okay, movies, yeah. Right? Sorry. Absolutely. They're definitely making a resurgence. But I think all these actors took this movie because it's like, hey, it's, you know, it, go work in Europe, right? Yeah. If you can't get seen, because that Peter McCulloch is English, but everybody else besides Dr. Menard, Dr. Menard and Peter McCulloch. Are, Ian McCulloch. Ian McCulloch, thank you. Peter <laughs> West. Peter, yeah. Peter West, Ian uh, McCulloch, whatever. That's what you're here for. Um, are the only two English people, but it was huge in Europe before it was a big thing over here too, which is another thing, right? It's got its own little market and then it jumps outside of that market and makes its way over to America or it's from America and makes its way over to Europe, but right. it doesn't do that based on marketing. It doesn't do that based on advertising. It does that because, you know, Jimmy says it was great. Then Mark hears about it. Mark tells me it was great. And then I go and tell 10 people. And, and I'm going to imagine those two that friends told their two the, <laughs> the popularity of uh, the walking dead over the last decade yeah that's fair has really driven that whole like let's go search for other zombie movies and if you were a walking dead fan um to search for movies that might have inspired it this is very this is where you this is where you should go yeah this is a clear uh like go see it 100 percent because it's gonna give you that sort of that same feel the like how did it end up in america and in walking dead well is this this could be the is this the, is this the prequel? That would be this? so cool <laughs> if Walking Dead was like, yeah, it's actually all based on Zombie Two. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> just, yes, somebody needs to do that. Somebody just needs to pick a movie and Robert be like the Kirkman, He's going to come out and be like, yeah, it was all Zombie Two. My bad. <laughs> didn't know anyone didn't know. Um, so, in in short, here, do you classify this by? These definitions as a cult movie, Jesse. Beca- Jesse, oh, Jimmy. Jesse's got Jimmy. Sorry. Shirt. This is amazing. He's got a zombie shirt. Yeah. Oh I would. Uh, I would most definitely say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what would you give it? How many golden reels out of five? I, like I, I'd say definitely four. Yeah. I think four is fair. What uh, take away? Favorite part? Worst part? What would you change? Man, I don't know. Like you, like you said, maybe just cut out a couple of the extended scenes that don't really need to be there, like the whole boat thing, and just like I don't know. There's just there's a lot they could cut out. And do you think they got I wouldn't lost? Add anything? I don't want to add anything because the gore itself isn't too much. Like Mark said, it's just I think it's the perfect amount. But I maybe would have added a little bit of the doctor, like what he's doing on the island. So right, of like idea. how he's trying to cure it or what yeah. he's trying to I cure agree. it. I agree. I agree. There should be a That's little fair. bit more to the story about how we came to the voodoo aspect of this. What kind of research was he doing? Maybe introduce us to the girl's father before Thank you. he was sick. Right. Thank you. Right. A little a little bit of a flashback, yeah. per se. Let us feel something for yeah. him. Yeah, you know? right? Because she's, she's distressed, obviously, because it's her uncle or dad or whatever. Yep. But we're not. 
So a little bit like was he part of Dr. Menard's plan? Was he orchestrating this? Is he is he what? guilty? Is well, he, he guilty? <laughs> well, know? they use the terminology in the letter, and Menard uses it of the guinea pig. Yes, you're right. right. Yeah, so yeah. was was Menard experimenting on him? Oh, I would say I he's bet, got that yeah. mad scientist right? yeah. feel, oh, right? Does. Like why? He totally does. I would say yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's kind taking of blood, doing shots of whiskey, taking more blood, figuring yeah. out the dead people. Yeah, no, I agree for sure. So that it begs to begs the question whether or not there was more going on there. All right, and so that begs the question: Do zombies build muscle? <laughs> <laughs> they are if there's a weight room and they've got human well, growth hormone. They, they pretty much live on protein. <laughs> That's exactly. So how could you not? You yeah, know, heavy, you gotta work a heavy that diet off. of protein, you would think you'd be able to put on some yeah. muscle. Uh, okay, so cut out some of the busier stuff, some of the clunky stuff that really didn't need to be need there. To be like there. It didn't, but tighten it up a bit. I feel like the the runtime would just be ten minutes. Like you I said. was going to say, you yeah, don't want to yeah. tighten yeah. it up too much. Yeah, I'm more adding than I am uh, taking anything out. Yeah, Mark, what's your thoughts here? Uh, you know what? I it was bad. Um, it, it it started off making me feel like it was a really uh, bad because I haven't watched a seventies horror movie in a long time. Yeah, and I'm like, oh god, this is horrible, and the the shark scene, <laughs> and I'm like, but then you start getting into it. I'm like, well, oh, it's not just a bunch of like, gore and jump scares. It's actually kind of building a little bit of a story here, and then there's some real redeeming parts that are kind of in it. And uh, then right at the end, I'm like, wow, like I didn't see that coming. Like, and it kind of, it makes me, you know, like it finishes really strong. So I'm like, yeah. They make you work for it. Yeah, though. I would say, yeah, they definitely <laughs> do. But I, I would recommend it to somebody who's into that genre. I don't know, I would recommend it to somebody that's not a, a horror fan, zombie fan or Probably something. Probably not, no. But if you're into that genre at all, you this has to be in your repertoire for sure. Yeah, I, I concur, Doctor. I think the same. I think, I think, the, I th- I think the long scenes are part of an era of filmmaking gone by, yeah. right? So to go from an Avengers action-packed movie to then sitting your ass down and watching a 1979 horror that it's designed to be long. It's designed to create suspense. At first, took me for a little bit of a spin. I was like, come on, hurry the fuck up. Get to this shit, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But then as, as you said, yeah. Mark, as soon as I got into it, I was like, okay, I'm married to this yeah. now. Like, I need to see where Menard is going. I need to see where this couple's going to end up. Are they going to die? Are they not going to die? And and the gore scenes, when my stomach churns, when I'm awkward, when I can feel it in my ball sack, because that's where my pain starts. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but that's it's just what it is. And that's I, I got that visceral feel. You have traumatic experiences. Some there, huh? sort of traumatic Stop experience. Stop wearing shorts, Mike. <laughs> You want to get that checked out if your pain starts there, right? Well, no, it, but you know the squeamish feeling that you yeah. get, like in your in your lower abdomen. You when, get butterflies in your balls. <laughs> there's just caterpillars and butterflies, buddy. <laughs> it's a never changing experience. Millipedes. Um, I uh, I love the gore. I I mean, I'm not a big fan of campy '70s horror, but this landed this landed where it should for me. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, and it had the big sort of battle scene at the end, if you will, where huge fire. Various melt. zombies are coming out of There's the ground. There's two vats of kerosene. <laughs> Get me some empty bottles. <laughs> Very dramatic. So can we all agree that we give the Real Debaters uh, cult stamp of approval on this one? 100%. Horror zombie genre, if you're into the cult classics movies, check it out. You better see this. All right. Or we're going to come find you. Yeah, we're going to come find you and send you on a boat to this island. Because it does exist. It's a documentary. It's not a real zombie movie. (laughs) 
I definitely give it probably like four bloodied tarps out of five. <laughs> <laughs> four headshots with bloody tarps yeah. out of five. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'd give it um, one eyeball out of five because she lost one. Uh, she did lose one. She did lose one. That squishy internal eyeball. It just like, feels right. It Somebody popped. spent a lot of time making that eye, I think. Yeah, most definitely. Well, eye face. Yeah. Somebody's proud of that. That's Some in someone's <laughs> portfolio. The eye for someone's zombie. riding that eye until this very oh, day yeah. in Hollywood right the now. The old zombie eye. You may know yeah. me from such eyeball uh, <laughs> punctures as. <laughs> well, it is 10 minutes to showtime. And uh, I think we've dissected and chopped this up enough here. Yeah. If you want to edit a little bit, I was going to suggest <laughs> if somebody comes in and you want to like ask him. I, we, the guy with the zombie shirt went in. I was going to say we should call him over and see if this guy's a longtime fan. You want me to go get him? Uh, I don't know. If you, <laughs> you want to go get the fuck over here. down, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go get him. You guys, you guys chew the fat. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, we don't need to edit That's anything. too much pressure. This is live. Okay, this isn't... This, this, fuck it. Yeah. We're doing it live. Yeah, we can... I can cut and edit all day long. In fact, all this will be cut out. So, so let's go back to what you were saying. So there was a guy, Mark, that you wanted us to go... There's a dude in a zombie shirt. Like, I didn't know this movie existed too long ago, and he's got the shirt, and he's here <laughs> he's on call movie night. Like, come on! All right, let's there, go get his opinion. Is he a fan? Hang long on. time. Hang, go. hang tight. You, drink you, you run in there, Mike. Go, go, go get him. Wait, I'm gonna do the folly for Mike. How bad if this guy just says, <laughs> "This guy's gonna be like, I'm not really interested." Mike's going through the door. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come back with no one. No, nope. he's gonna. Yeah, be like, gonna he say, said no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> stay six feet away from. It's <laughs> like who the fuck. <laughs> What debaters? Get the fuck out of them. <laughs> you the guys in the corner? <laughs> it's it's. I, I didn't even get a chance to look uh, at what other cult movies are coming up. Cause, no, I'm excited uh, to look at the board. I know the room. They have a big room thing coming up here. Yeah, Greg Sestero. Yeah, gonna he's going to be here. And well, we were supposed to do that in uh, what was it May? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you got him. So here's. Oh, you got a guy. All we right. Found him. I'm a big fan. I've been watching a long. Right on. Yeah, nice. we'll get him set up here. Get yeah. the headphones on him, and we're gonna ask some questions what's here. What's the podcast called? Where are you guys? What's it called? Uh, we're the Real Debaters. R E E L. I like debating stuff. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm known as a bit of a troublemaker on, on Facebook. Oh, I'm perfect. Really, what I'm drinking. So. <laughs> I'm pretty outspoken, but. Um, okay, All right, cool. so you're the first person we've ever actually brought on on one of these without having known you prior. So <laughs> that's that's very nice. I appreciate it. So um, first of all, what's your name? My name is Steve. Steve. Um, some call me Steve, Steve the Snake. Steve the Snake. <laughs> Just because I've had reptiles for like 30 years. Oh, oh, right. Cool. Oh. cool. Um, but yeah, I guess you guys picked me up because you saw my shirt. <laughs> out, of, out of all the people, <laughs> lift that microphone up just a okay. little bit. Well, yeah, we've been sitting there. there we were go. sitting here talking about the movie. Good. Perfect. 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 We saw you walk in with the shirt, and we said, <laughs> "Well, we got to talk to this guy. Sure. Is cool. he a long time?" fan is he uh, yes and a longtime fan of horror i mean oh. i own this movie on i'm trying to remember the director's name it's an italian director fulci fulci yes. luciano luciano fulci luci <laughs> mike you're supposed we, to know this <laughs> no i know this but i've been mispronouncing it's it all hard night. to pronounce because <laughs> it's a foreign name yeah. right yes yeah. um refresh my memory is the movie is it 78 or 81 79 79, 79. And it's lucio F- fulci yeah, lucio yeah fulci. No. um absolutely love the movie haven't watched it in years oh. um have the vhs also have the dvd looking for the blu-ray it's probably out there this <laughs> it's got to be out fact, there we were talking about it earlier okay. this may just passed yes. they released the 4k remastered version of it. i don't even have a 4k That's what you TV, hunt but for. i mean we should buy it <laughs> <laughs> so my tv's 10 years old but um 
Uh, cool. Now, what do you guys uh, want to ask me? Like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I remember a few scenes that are really loved. What's the, what's the most memorable scene you have right now before it comes well, back on? Well, um, the one where he fights an animal. Or the, the <laughs> zombie, yeah. zombies fight the an shark, animal. Right? The shark, right? The, the shark. The shark attack, yeah. yeah you, you, like, it's people, one of the best scenes. Some people say, well, zombies can't swim. It's like, well, have you seen this movie? <laughs> but what's so cool is this movie done back in, in that time, in that day, the effects of it, and I think it was shot off in New York, right? That's yes. New York. It, yeah. New York and in some where in the Antilles, in the Antilles, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the Caribbean, like the island shots. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's been a long time. Um, I, I can mention another favorite scene of mine, and I Absolutely. hope I've got the right movie, guys. If I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm close. That's okay, dude. Wasn't there a scene where um, one of the zombies pulls a girl through a door that's broken? <laughs> yes. Her eyeball. Yeah, yeah. yeah eyeballs. You got it, buddy. Going through the eye, and as a kid, I cringed. I was born in '74, so oh wow, probably my horror started like. Early to mid '80s, I probably started seeing movies '84, '85. Well, that's yep. mid. That's mid. I might have seen some before, but I can't remember. But I mean, I was I was hitting all the big ones then. And by 1990, I'd seen probably everything really good that was from the '70s and the '80s. And well, we were talking about and Jimmy's, I owned a lot of them. Jimmy's a, a big horror fan, okay, cool. and he was yeah. talking about how um, the practical effects of that <laughs> eyeball compared to a lot of the digital effects that they use nowadays, oh. you don't get that great practical. You don't effect. get the cringe. You yeah, don't. Uh, sure. I'd yeah. like to know how they did that scene, but I'm I, with you. I love the real stuff. Like, I mean, you go back to like. One of the greats, Evil Dead 1 and 2, the, if you want to call it stop-motion animation and stuff. Well, just with the pencil through the Achilles, right? Yeah. That's one of my no. favorites. There's nothing, there's nothing better than, than realistic effects, and these movies had that, and especially since there were foreign movies that were so creepy. I mean, you got to pay <laughs> respect to, like, George Romero, but there was almost a formula to those movies. Mm -hmm. They are the greats. Well, they but do. seeing something foreign done back then, it was just like... I forgot world, halfway right? through that it was a foreign film. It was done. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, that's one aspect where I'm like, I'm, I forgot that this was an Italian director trying yeah. to merge into a zombie genre that had really only been 10 years old at the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, Living Dead, what, late, mid 60s? 67? 67. I so I mean, 69. This, I could be no, wrong. No, you're probably right. This was still it's about being. That, though. You're right. Yeah. And there was only a few. There wasn't a lot at that point. A little so. handful. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's great. I, I'd like to know. Do you guys refresh me on something else that's really good out of it that you guys love? Are you guys very familiar with it? Yes, 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 okay. yes we are. Because I, I haven't watched it, honestly, guys, and probably I don't know. Sean, you're here you for the right night. Logo? I think I think it's five, six, seven years since. I've Sean, do you it. want to come over and? It's my brother. <laughs> it's your brother, brother Sean. <laughs> come over here, man. Hard, this, man. The whole purpose of but this was he, he needs these. So no, wow, he no, 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 no. He can hear us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get on, on the mic, buddy. Get, get in, on the mic. Close. Right, right, just, right there, right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> just the, the music, sound effects, all of it. Yeah. Yes. Just such a creepy feel. Yeah. Great score, great soundtrack. Even without yeah. the visuals, just that alone. It sticks uh, it, it no. sticks in your mind, hey, that's the soundtrack, yeah. that eerie yeah. music mixed with the sort of voodoo uh, drums and stuff at times. Yeah. 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 So do you think we were talking about how uh, if people haven't seen this movie and they're sort of a modern era zombie fan, uh, we look at things like The Walking Dead, and you can see that this definitely had an effect on the way that they did things now in newer movies. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, and I will say, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. But Come I'm around the other side there, you're just a little... <laughs> <laughs> How many seasons of Walking Dead is there? Because they lost me at about I think they're at around 10. 47? So I, <laughs> at about 6 or 7, I just, I just lost it. But in the beginning, like they brought the gore to TV. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They didn't have that on TV before Walking Dead. So, but yeah, for sure, they took something out of these original ones. I mean, you go back to the original Living Dead, the zombies weren't great, but it was the way it was shot and the yep. way it was written. Um, then you go to, what is it, um, Dawn of the Dead? That's a shopping mall? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
written funny and good zombies weren't great but then you go to what's the next one day of the dead insane like the way that yep. was and that 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 was after that was like 83 84 but this lucio fulci lucio fulci lucio fulci 78 <laughs> or 79 whatever it is he hit it on the nail he was Hell right yeah. in the middle and it was just scary as fuck. they do say it is the unofficial sequel to dawn of the dead that kind of makes sense. It, it kind of, even though it's not the same director, but it kind of, yeah, I mean, it's too bad Dawn of the Dead, they just didn't have the budget for better makeup. Tom Savini was in his, his infancy then, though, right? Imagine what so, he could have done, it was great. Hey? Yeah, it was no so kidding. great, though. It was a great movie. Like, the actors just killed it. Um, but it's kind of, they played it here about a year ago. I brought my fiance here. She's not big on horror, but she, <laughs> she liked it. She goes, are they all like this? I'm like, no, no. no oh, no, God, no. And that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a sign of a good horror movie is where someone who doesn't like the genre can likes, come in can and, come in and watch a movie and be, and yeah, be, she's be taken away. And we were talking about the end of this movie. I don't know how much, but I mean, the end just sells Don't remember it all. No. I do not remember <laughs> it. Don't spoil it. Oh, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> a few more beers and yeah. all. If you're not, if you don't get sold on the movie to the end, you've got to stick with it to the end because I think it, it pays off for it you. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's campy, it's hilarious, it's dark, it's weird, it's a lot of different things, but cool. it does wrap itself up in a nice little bow at That's the end, good. which well, <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. We're getting yeah, started. Right. We should get, get in there. Right. Well, so. if I can say on a party note, yeah. whomever's listening to this podcast, and you guys have to remind me after this how I can hear it later, Sure, because I I'm, don't know about your podcast, but how dare if you, you haven't seen this movie, considering we're talking about this, the four of us, the five of us, um, you need to watch it, whether you, you, whether you stream it or you go buy it. It's one of the most classic horror movies, and it's unreal, and it's a foreign movie. And there's just something about foreign movies. They well, we were talking, and just before we leave, we were talking, we're here for the cult movie night, and mm-hmm. we were discussing what makes a, a movie a cult movie, and this one fits the, fits the bill, Fits right? every bill. Every foreign every box. was yeah. banned in some areas when it was released. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? It had an so, X rating in Britain before yeah. it was chopped down to an R. It was gruesome. Yeah. Like for, yeah. I, I think it was probably the most gruesome zombie movie oh, for, for its time. Absolutely, you for know? sure. Um, let's get let's give a shout out to Corey for putting this on. Yes, yeah. we Corey love Thomas Corey. <laughs> That's how we're going, all here. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. No, totally, totally. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks for stopping in, uh, Steve yes. and Sean. Right? You got it, Stephen yeah. Sean. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming, guys. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy the film. We'll see you in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, it is about that time. So we're going to go in and watch the movie. We do have points for this week. Oh, uh, we do. Yeah, I we won. Do. Yeah, because you, I'm oh, the best. Because uh, you keep yeah. track I got of the two. Mike points. with one. Uh, Mark and the audience side with zero. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get him next week. So um, I pulled Lucio Fulci right on my ass. We'll give I you the one. You tie Mike. Okay. No, we'll give you the one. Right. We'll give you the one. Yeah, total pronunciation gets a point. That way, Mark loses or Mike loses too. I <laughs> can hear the music in the background, which means that's our cue to get the fuck off stage. All right. Um, going forward, follow us on Instagram and Twitter to find out when we're going to be here back at the Park Theater to continue this cult movie series. This is the first of many that we've waited to do. Little rocky at first, but I think we pulled it off. Right, get Jones? out here, Absolutely. see some movies. Social distance, lots of room in there. Tons of room in here. Great fucking venue. Great prices on booze and food. It, it's it's the best theater in Winnipeg, in my opinion. And buy our merch. And buy our merch. Buy our <laughs> skateboards. Head to our website. <laughs> please, someone buy a skateboard. Yeah, please. Absolutely. Just one skateboard. If you we have a s- warehouse full. <laughs> Seriously, just a giant IKEA store of. Somebody skateboards. left a skateboard making machine on. <laughs> <laughs> All our 2018 skateboards gotta go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Michael Petro. Mark Cowell. Martin Navarro. And we're gone. (laughs) 